What's up, family? This is your brother, Razi Fai, and I want to thank y'all for listening. I hope everybody is having a great week. And so today, I just wanted to talk about the... I was going to say infamous, but it's not bad, but the concept of being alone. And I know it's uniquely different for all of us, and I don't think there can really be a right way to explain this particular thing. But in my opinion, this is what we're getting into on being alone is that we are trained in the wrong routes of how to be alone. Now we go through extreme things or traumas or breakups and you know, we need to spend adequate time alone or for some people like me, you get overwhelmed after so much social interacting that you need to have adequate time to recharge, rest and regroup. But there are other times in your life where we take being alone to the extreme and we isolate ourselves and we put ourselves in situations or places where we might not have needed to really go that far if we understood deeper the reason why we need to be alone. Now, as said before, when it comes to regrouping, rest and stuff like that, we all need that. And learning to cultivate your own methods of taking care of your body and yourself and your mental health and a lot of that is in times where you're by yourself you know and you can live with a significant other and you know see them every day you wake up but there are like little micro moments in our lives where it's us with ourselves and a lot of times we neglect those times and a lot of that neglect is especially in favor of neglecting mental things that maybe we need to learn how to address more than fill our time up or space hearts and energy with things that help us to just stay disconnected and so for me i do feel and believe that it isn't really fully natural to put yourself in this crazy state of aloneness or monk mode i've looked at, you know to it once at one point in my life because i felt so disconnected from the world that it seemed that that would be the only thing for me to do. But even in times where I had put myself in situations like that, let me tell you, it isn't always the best thing. There's a lot of growth that comes from this, but you have to know why you're going into the cave. This is what I feel redefining how to be alone is important for all of us and each individual as individuals because just simply isolating and escaping away from the things that bother us isn't always going to, and not even usually, but it doesn't really help for you to learn to identify why you feel like that. And I've had people ask me, especially recently, do you think it gets easier to be alone? And I think it depends on how you define it to yourself. Now, if you're living alone, and you're on your own, you're independent. You know, I don't think you're really alone. We live in a world surrounded by people. We go to work, we have friendships, you know, if we choose to have them. And you can feel alone because I've always been the type of person because of my own traumas and such that felt alone a lot, even though I had all the people around me. And so I started to realize that it wasn't that I needed more friends. It wasn't that I needed to go to new places and parties. It's that I needed to start to recognize why I felt like that. Or when I had my own places and I couldn't last that long by myself, so I had to have someone living there or I let a, you know, a new relationship move into my domain. And for me, 
In that mo- those moments, I realized I couldn't be alone. And that's when you got to start to go to work and ask yourself or start to break down. What is it that makes you feel this way? You know, so that you can start to grow from it, because this is, you know, in my opinion, the only way to really start to be able to understand what being alone really is for you. And for me, it is a moment to get into a deeper understanding with yourself while still being open to the world. You know, that doesn't mean dating. That doesn't mean having, you know, a large friend group or always looking for more. But I don't think that when you decide or need to be alone for a certain amount of time, that you should block out all the other things in your life. I think there is a form of balance or we need to learn to cultivate a balance between, you know, having adequate time for ourselves and cultivating and understanding ourselves through that alone time and healing while still enjoying the festivities of being social and making you know connections and still enjoying the things that life has to offer but without having to take these full commitments that you're not ready for because that's what i feel like a lot of us have an emotional imbalance when it comes to learning how to have friendships there's a lot of times where we romanticize friendships instead of realizing like hey maybe i'm um feeling emotions that I don't understand and this is there's a reason for the, why I romanticize everything instead of just being friends with people you know and I've been there many times and just recently I've had to you know let some folks know that I wasn't really interested in that way beautiful people totally my type whatever but I just had to have that boundary you know because i'm at a point in my life where i recognize like no matter what the rapper looks like on the outside if it ain't for me it ain't for me and it really throws people off you know because they're not used to that especially from a man so for me being alone has helped me to cultivate these disciplines or understand deeper the things for in my life that do work and do not work you know and this doesn't mean that you know in this period of time that you'll be able to just fully heal and let go of things all by yourself because the reality is at least in my world it took other friends support and such for me to endure being alone because before I wasn't open to those around me I had friends and acquaintances and, you know, you're cool with the people you work with, but I never really, really, really let people fully in, even when they really tried to, especially some of the elders in my life. So I always felt alone because I made myself alone because I had a barrier around me and others. And there was another talk I did about like when you get up in these spiritual points, especially when you first awaken and you start to think that you're better than other people or you start cutting people off or distance yourself from people because they're not intellectually on your level you know and then you start having this weird feeling of like oh yeah i'm spiritually alone which in a deeper way there's some truth to that and that's another talk but in a shallow way you're creating this barrier around yourself where others can't fully connect with you because you're not allowing it for whatever reason And then, of course, you're going to feel alone because once your guards are down, you're not racing around doing something and your mind's at ease. You start those natural social feelings that you need, that stuff we all give each other, whatever it is. 
you know, whether it's, it's, it's intimate, intellectual, whatever, starts to, to creep out of your subconscious and you're like, oh man, like it'd be nice to have a friend to talk to right now or, you know, someone to sit with. But we deny that because we're like, nope, I gotta be alone. Nope, I gotta, I gotta do this extended period of isolation like I'm imprisonment or something. You know, and it, and it makes no sense. And sometimes it's really charged by emotional pain. And this is my opinion, but in my experience, when you're so hurt and to a point where you haven't been able to get aside that hurt or you know outside that emotion and understand it on deeper levels so that now you're still able to function normally as a social creature instead of being governed, overwhelmed by your experience. And now that experience is your focal point in your life. And so then once again, your focus is not allowing other people in. It's more so about yourself. And I've also heard people too that are going through a lot of things. And because of how they feel about themselves, we've all been here, you hide. You know, you keep yourself from people. And in a way, it, that's a little selfish because just because you feel so bad about yourself that you're not allowing other people to love you, that like, how can you? really expect to, to get that nurturing you need you know if it, it's like a form of control we need to feel like we have the power in our lives but sometimes that power lies in giving it up you know and, and, and changing how you view things and allowing people in ways you never did and letting go of things and understanding like you know I might feel alone right now but am I really that is a question that I always asked myself when I would get to these moments especially in school when I was younger and really couldn't understand my emotions and that would you know break out into like fits of hysteria when I was alone or cry alone and I always felt like there was no one there and especially in family dynamics when there are a lot of things that go on in your childhood and others were there like your siblings and everyone acts like it never happened you know and so you feel like you're dealing with all these things baggage and whatever alone because there's no one really especially those that were there to make you feel like you weren't alone they don't say anything it's like it's just you but that's another thing and in the same vein it takes being able to not only be alone in a healthy way in a practical way a realistic way but also still being able to allow those in for friendship for support and being there for them you know we also feel that a lot of uh, you know in a lot of times when we're hurting we're going through struggles that we're not our tip-top condition of okay that makes sense and so therefore we have no time no place no space for other people because we're too enamored in our own emotions and i think it's another healthy way to counteract this is being able to recognize when you're doing that and being able to say, you know what, it's not all about me. And maybe, yes, I am going through this, that, or the third. But there are people out there, friends or strangers or acquaintances, who may need my support. You know, there may be something in my struggle that they can relate to and I can relate to in theirs. But you'll never know if you're isolating yourself to the max. You're not letting anybody in. And calling this spending time alone you know to me that's not healthy now you can learn a lot of things about yourself in 
the max isolation. I've been there before, you know, but it never lasts. It's like those amazing psychedelic trips where you're like, okay, I think I know all everything and how the world works. And you feel all enlightened. And then all of a sudden, like after you come down from the peak, you're like, whoa, I don't know now. You know, I feel worse than I did before. Now I got to sit and reason with it when at first I, I thought I knew it all. So there was no need for reason. But now the intellect has come down and the ego has come down and I have to feel normal again. So here we are. Anywho, there is a lot of pros that can come to being alone in the correct way. And like I said, I don't know if there is a correct way to put it for such diverse peeps in this world as we are. But I think, like I said, that we need to let go of the concept of alone is cutting yourself off from everything you know and i think that is also a form of trying to protect ourselves sometimes i think it's a subconscious thing where we see the things that affect us as a part of outer stimulation and so in order to have control and not be stimulated by these other things we separate ourselves completely from the world because what's affecting us is coming from the world or at least in our minds this is my opinion but i had you know my boss once asked me like i think i'm going through a depression because i don't want to come outside i don't want to see the things that are affecting me i don't want to be around it and in my home i feel safe and to me that was the perfect example of a reaction to things that are causing emotional imbalances or disturbances within you and so in order to avoid that stimulation all together you just avoid confrontation with everything and you isolate yourself but at the same time like me and other people and this person particularly too eventually says well i feel lonely i have no friends i have no one to talk to you know and then you wonder why you know and i don't think it's because people are bad or there's something wrong with them but it's because you get so caught up in what is causing you emotional dissatisfaction that you've forgotten how to still enjoy life despite the things that are out of your control and learn to sit with it properly learn to diet not diagnose it but break it down properly so you're not just being at the whims of a hysterical fit because of things that just bother you you know you can be have you can have a nice house you can have all the things you like but just be mad because the homeless crisis you know and I, i'm sick and tired of seeing those people do this and that and I, I know a lot of people like this who just just constantly affected my politics whatever's going on but their lives fundamentally at least on the inside looking out are good you know and so in my opinion you got to find a way to coexist with all these things properly you know and when you do spend time alone you're not becoming jaded you're not becoming fearful of the world outside and now it's becoming more than just learning how to become close to yourself and you know learning how to see the things that aren't for you anymore and the growth within you it's now becoming this weird isolation that starts to turn on you and that's my opinion but I, i've seen it happen to people it's happened to me before when i've thought the best route for me was to just say screw everybody i don't need this i don't need that and isolate myself in these weird unhealthy ways and be off in these like mystical states and think that's enough but it's not you know it's not and even for those who who, who swear up and down they don't need friends they don't need things they don't need people we do you know even to a minimal degree we do we need that interaction 
and we need that closeness. We need that understanding, and it feels nice to understand other people. But you can't do that if you're isolating yourself all the time because you're so distraught or caught up in what ails you instead of figuring out how to even out the playing field, how to figure out what's really going on with you and figure out methods to help cope with it, heal it and grow from it, transmute it, whatever you gotta do, and still being available and open to this world. So I hope everybody got something from this. It took me a minute to really digest how I wanted to talk about it, you know, cause I don't really write this stuff. It's off the cuff. So I hope everybody's had a great week and continue to happy Wednesday and I love y'all.